Dear people of Dungannon, we read from God's holy and infallible word from Romans chapter 3, verses 9 to 20. What then are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they were all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way, they are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat is an open sepulchre. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the flesh, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Dear friends, this text of Scripture, as long, along with the entire testimony of the Holy Bible, shows us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of Almighty God. And not only that, the testimony of our hearts, we've all been created in the image of God. The heavens declare the glory of God, so our own hearts condemn us. And also, the true God, whose handiwork is revealed in creation, has shown Himself, has shown His deity, has shown His power, has shown His glory to us all. And so then, therefore, we are without excuse. And this light, the light of every man that cometh into the world, Jesus Christ, we will be asked to give account for that light. For that light we have fought against before Almighty God. But friends, I too am a sinner. I too have fallen short of the glory of God. And I come here not to tell you I'm any better than you. I am not. In fact, I'm probably far worse. But I've received a wonderful gift through Jesus Christ. A gift from God. Eternal life found only in Him and in Him alone. And all of sin. So that means we are all guilty. Every single one of us. And we cannot see our need, dear friends, until we see our guilt. Until we come and see that the Lord is a righteous judge. He will judge righteously. And that one day we will either stand before Him naked in our own sin. Or we will stand before Him clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And to be clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, we must look to Jesus Christ by faith. And that looking by the eye of faith is turning away from sin. That which is obnoxious to God. That which is egregious to God. That which is a rebellion and a stench before God. 
And that's what we need, dear friends. Faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because we all share in this guilt. For all have sinned. There is none righteous. No, not one. None of us have ever kept the law of God perfectly. And that is the standard by which God will be looking at us. The Ten Commandments summarize the law of God. That is the very character of God. And it is against that standard by which we will all be held accountable. And dear friends, we have all sinned in thought, in word, and deed. So we can all... And we should all acknowledge that this is true of every single one of us. That there is none righteous. No, not one. And the good news, friends, is if you are still with us this day, if the Lord has shown you enough mercy that you are still walking around this town this day, the Lord, in His love, has allowed you to hear this message once more. Not to hear it as the word of men, but as the word of God. That you would be set free from your sin by trusting in Jesus Christ. By being washed by the blood of the Lamb. By being clothed in His righteousness. By grace and by grace alone. You see friends, what we've earned, our wages for what we have done is death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we're all guilty. And that guilt, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you grow up. It doesn't matter whether you grew up in any church situation or outside of the church. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all must put their trust in Jesus Christ if they are to have any hope whatsoever. There's safety only in one. Your wealth, your power, your savings, the roof over your, your house, nothing will protect you on that day when we stand before the, the righteous judge of all the earth. This text of Scripture also tells us, dear friends, that there's none that understandeth, there's none that seeketh after God. By nature, none of us seek out for this help. None of us are looking for it. I knew myself I was not looking for God. He sought me out and rescued me. But all are blind by nature. All do not see the problem by nature. All do not see their need by nature. We all do not think we're that bad. Many of us, if I asked you this question, do you want to go to heaven? And many of you would probably say yes. The question is, friends, would you enjoy heaven? Heaven is a place of perfect holiness. Heaven is a place where Jesus Christ is worshipped for all eternity. And unless and until you've been born again of the Spirit of God, unless and until you have trusted in Jesus Christ, that heaven does not sound like heaven. It is only a place you will wish to go to if you have life in Jesus Christ. And friends, it is a wonderful place. But it is a wonderful place because of the holiness of God. It is a wonderful place because of the presence of God. And it is a wonderful place because there, without, without ceasing for all eternity, the Lamb that was slain will be worshipped for all eternity. And friends, today, 
we see what the scriptures say here in verse 12. They have all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. All of us have gone out of the way. All of us have departed from what we have been made to do. There is a reason we have been made. There is a chief end of man. And it is this. To glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And unless and until we do that, our existence on this world will be miserable. Because this is the reason we have been made in the image of Almighty God. And as long as we fight against that, sin brings its miseries. Sin brings its disappointments. Sin brings its false promises and slavery. Sin brings in greater condemnation. Friends, our purpose in this world is to serve Him. It's to enjoy Him. It's to love Him. And we will not do that unless we are in a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. It is why you've been made. It has been why you've been created. And friends, if you find a tree that produces no fruit, it has become unprofitable. And that tree will be taken, that branch will be taken and placed into the fire. It has become unprofitable. It is not doing what it once did. If you have a television or a fridge at home and it stops working, it is thrown into the, to the rubbish dump. We have been created, dear friends, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. What will the, the God of all heaven and earth do with us? See, friends, what is needed is not just that we need a new heart. We need a new heart. Our heart is deceitful, above all things, desperately wicked. But we also need a new righteousness. A righteousness that is not our own. A righteousness that has been paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. A righteousness which has been lived by Jesus Christ. A perfect holiness for without which no one will see the Lord. No one can enter His presence unless they have this unblemished record to come into the presence of Almighty God. And friends, do you have this record? None of us in our own deeds can say that we have that perfect record of holiness, that perfect record of righteousness. And the Lord will say to you, Depart from me, you that work iniquity. I do not know you. Unless we are following and love Jesus Christ, uh, friends, are you, do you love Jesus Christ? Do, do you, are you claiming to be a Christian here today? Do you follow Him? None of us are perfect. But are you clothed in the righteousness of Christ? Are you washed by the blood of the Lamb? Are you clean before the throne of grace? Now, this text that Paul writes to the Romans, he also points out this of our own tongue. It is that we spread lies. We teach lies. Verse 13, Their throat is an open sepulchre that is a grave. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Our lives, our mouths, teach a doctrine. 
but it is a doctrine, a teaching that submits to the world, the flesh, and the devil. Because, friends, unless you have been born again of the Spirit of God, you are still a slave of sin. You are still a slave of the devil. Your father is the devil. So unless and until, and we're all like this by nature, by nature, but we must cease to fight against God and to submit to Him and to cease trying to be good enough. None of us can be good enough. I am not good enough. You are not good enough. And it is to cease to work for our own salvation and to rest upon the finished work, the glorious work, the wonderful work of Jesus Christ. God the Father said of His Son, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And friends, you can have this. The Lord delights in His children, not because we are good. I am not a good person in my own self. But the Father delights in His children. He brings them into His family, adopts them into His family by saving grace because of the work of Jesus Christ. And He delights in His children because they've been washed by the blood of the Lamb, because they've been clothed in the righteousness of Christ. But friends, we need the blessings of God. We do not need the cursings of the world, the flesh, and the devil. And friends, you see this yourself. Sin brings destruction. Sin brings misery. Turning away from God brings misery in society. And we see this all around us. All around us, there are more and more examples of people rejecting the light of nature as revealed in creation, pointing towards the God who is good, righteous, and holy, who is all wise and all good. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And friends, there is joy in the presence of the Lord. There is true joy in the presence of the Lord. Come, for the reason you have been made in the image of Almighty God, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever that you may do so in eternity, life without end. It says also about people by nature, this is all of us by nature, myself included, and the way of peace they have not known. Do you know the way of peace? And there's only one way of peace. In the world there is war. And it is a sad fruit of rebellion. But there's peace in Jesus Christ. It is the seed of the woman promised in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 crushing the head of the serpent that brings peace. And it is Jesus Christ who brings peace between you and God. But you must trust Him. He is the only mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. That God. If you trust in Him he will be your advocate. He will represent you before the, before the throne of grace. He will be your righteousness. He will be the reason that God can delight in you. Come that God may delight in you. Come that when you pass from this world, the Lord would say, well done, good and faithful servant. Not because of ourselves but because of Jesus Christ and His work.
There is no fear, verse 18, before their eyes. Verse 19, Now we know that the things soever the law saith, it is said to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. You see, friends, the law condemns us all. The law shows us all guilty. The law shows that none of us can boast in our righteousness. The law shows that we have all broken the law of God. But there is hope. There is hope this day. If you will flee from this sin, this destruction and misery spoken about by Paul to the Romans, then there is hope. There is life. There is peace. There is joy in the presence of the God of heaven and earth. But it's found only in Jesus Christ. The peace you find in this world, it does not last. This life is but a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away. Your conscience tells you, friend, that you have broken the law of God. Come to the Lord, the one who made you, the one who formed you in the womb, the one by whom you have been fearfully and wonderfully made, the one who calls you, who calls all men everywhere to repent and believe the gospel. This is truth. This is light. Will you reject the light this day, dear friend? Will you come? Will you come while there is hope? Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Amen.